0: Hello and welcome to the Feminine Millionaire Show. I'm your host, Polly Alexander. I'm a success coach, healer, creative and future millionaire. If creating money and success in a spiritual and feminine and joyful way is your goal, this show is for you. Let's all rise together. Hello and welcome to today's episode, number 62, how to stop putting things off. Such a big topic. If you find that you keep putting things off till a later date that you're working on unimportant tasks and not getting around to the important ones, or you're feeling the fear around a task just experiencing some serious resistance, which I believe we all do, especially if we're committed to up-leveling, then today is for you. I'm going to be sharing about the deep inner patterns that are actually beneath this, that I see. I'm going to be sharing strategies for dealing with it. I'm going to be sharing a story of how I overcome it. But before I dive in, We are just about to close the doors to Thrive Beautifully, my really powerful mastermind for women entrepreneurs. If you've just discovered me or you have been busy and you want to check this out, this literally is your last chance. Go to thrivebeautifully.com. And if the page is closed by the time you come to it, just email support at polyalexander.com. Enrollment closes at the end of April and we kick off in May. Okay, so I'm going to rewind the clock. It's four years ago and I was experiencing some epic procrastination. I had a mailer sequence to write my introductory or welcome mailer sequence so when people join my list they receive a series of helpful emails about how to transform their money mindset and I wasn't just aiming for one email or two or three I wanted to do a whole sequence I had so much to share but this was something completely new for me Now it was one of those situations where there was always something more urgent or important to do and quite frankly more interesting. (laughs) I'd been avoiding doing this with spectacular success for a number of weeks. I mean let's be honest probably months. Now the thing about procrastination is that I got a ton of other things done in an attempt to avoid the one thing I really didn't want to do. So procrastination was actually making me really, really productive. (laughs) This is one of the side effects of procrastinating on a big task that you'll probably find you accomplish many smaller tasks in the process. My entire Christmas shopping got done online. I reached out to friends I hadn't spoken to for ages. I cleared out the storage unit, sorted my wardrobe, rearranged and cleansed my crystals. That's when I knew it was getting bad. (laughs) I even reviewed my last few years vision boards and found myself debating whether that shot of the bulldog lying on a lounger in the sun should roll over to the next year's board. You get an idea of the epic levels of procrastination I was experiencing. (laughs) Even my own assistant said that she would only work on my new brand and website if I would complete my mailer sequence first. Oh, the shame. So what was going on here, really? Well, I was doing everything to avoid doing it, and I was putting it off again and again. It was really important, but it wasn't urgent. Business went on. Things operated as normal. So why was I putting it off? Well, firstly, it didn't seem like an interesting task to me. And we all know shiny bauble Syndrome when something brighter and shinier and newer and more exciting comes along and takes our attention. This task had been sitting there for a while and I kind of got disconnected to why it was important. I was feeling overwhelmed by the enormity of it. I'd labelled it as difficult and uncomfortable to do. And then the perfectionist inside me felt that whatever I did wouldn't be good enough. So, what helped me beat it? Well, first of all, just like I've been sharing with you today, acknowledging it and bringing humour to the table. I often use humour when coaching clients. I think it can be a very powerful tool when appropriate. Okay, can bring lightness and humour. What also helped was being held accountable by a team member. So accountability, that's one of the most powerful things in my mastermind um, that helps people get things done faster and quicker and therefore move towards their goals faster. Having something fun and rewards on the other side. And then breaking it down into smaller and smaller action steps. So the first action was just to write the first mailer and not even to write the first mailer but to write the first subject line. So one of my favorite tricks when you're hitting something difficult is to break it down into smaller and smaller action steps until the action step is so small you could probably do it in five minutes that very first one. Having a timer that always is such a powerful tool. So switching on a timer, giving myself a container of time to do my best in, and then switching off all phone, email, and contact that morning until I'd done it. So I literally woke up, meditated, and then started writing. I didn't switch anything on that could possibly be a distraction. And then I asked that my guides God or the Creator for help. I trusted that I was guided and the words flowed. And this is available to everyone here. You all have access to a higher power, to guides, to help you write the best copy, to help you come up with the words you need for your social post, to help you figure out what to offer next. So you can see here, I made it my number one priority and it had to be complete before I would do anything else. The other thing I did is that I did it in bed. (laughs) And this is actually one of my most productive environments in the morning only. So I don't work in bed during the day or in the evening. But in the morning, when I have some writing to do or some reflection, I find it really helpful to be in that soft, feminine, nurturing environment with some nice drinks and snacks and that creates a beautiful environment for me to create in. So what can be the deep inner patterns lurking underneath putting something off? First of all, it can be an overarching feeling of not feeling good enough. And so we sabotage tasks and actions that would move us forward or create more success because we don't feel worthy of that success or deserving of it. Maybe we don't feel deserving of more ease, money or success. So we will subconsciously put off things that could make life easier, that could take us forward. There's often a fear of failure running underneath. If I try, I could fail. If I don't try, I'm not failing. Perfectionism. It has to be perfect, otherwise it's not good enough. Typically, these programs have been running for a long time. Perfectionism usually starts in childhood, when we discover that if we performed or we are obedient or we did well at school, that we won the love and attention of our caregivers, of our mother, father. So these patterns run deep, and then when we go to drive forwards in our businesses, they rear their head once again, but they don't start in adult life. They started decades before. And maybe what needs to be released in you to prevent this pattern taking over is an old identity. Maybe that old identity is I'm slow, I'm lazy. I'm not smart enough. I'm always late. I'm not a good writer. Here's some examples of old identities that I've worked with people on releasing and letting go of. So, three simple strategies to break this pattern of putting things off. You're going to like the first one. (laughs) The first one is do nothing. Do nothing. Literally do nothing. Keep putting it off. Now stay with me before you think I've gone completely crazy. If you keep putting it off, eventually the pain of not doing it will be greater than the pain of doing it eventually the guilt, the shame or the consequences of not taking action will feel worse than actually doing the task. Right? I don't necessarily recommend that but it works. It works. Number two, get really clear on why this is important and deeply connect to your desires. There has to be a really strong impetus for you to approach a difficult task. So you need to connect it to the bigger picture and see what it's really all about for you. So for example, my mailer sequence actually led on to a sales opportunity for a product that I offer, which can really help people move forwards with clearing their money blocks. So it brings in revenue for my company and I, but it also means I can take this work to more people and I can show them what's possible. And I always recommend thinking about what the money's for because many actions in business are ultimately to attract more clients and make more money and grow the business. So look at why do you want to make more money? Why do you want to grow the business? Really anchoring into what it's all about for you. This is going to make it a lot easier to take action when you have a really greater sense of purpose to what you're doing. And the third simple strategy is to create a container for the task. Just like I described, set the environment Create a container of time and set an alarm for that. Maybe you fragrance the room. Maybe you sage it or Palo Santo. Get a nice drink. Maybe play some nice music. Create a lovely, feminine, creative, nurturing environment to do the task in. And affirm, my best is enough. My best is enough. I hope today's episode has helped you. It has been a pleasure being with you as always. And I look forward to seeing you again next week. Go forth and take action. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I always love creating these episodes for you. Just a quick reminder that the doors to Thrive Beautifully are about to close. Go to thrivebeautifully.com to learn more about my super powerful year-long mastermind and business accelerator program for women entrepreneurs. If your intuition guides you to it, email support at polyalexander.com or book an interview time directly on the website. I would love to receive your application. Have a beautiful and abundant week and I'll see you again next week. Bye for now.